What is up, my friends? Welcome back to another episode of the Coworking Weekly Show. As always, I'm your host, Alex Hillman, and this week we're talking about babies. Well, not exactly babies. We're going to talk about childcare and coworking. Well, maybe not exactly childcare and coworking, but this idea that a lot of people seem to be drawn to, which is the idea of marrying childcare and parenting with coworking, because there's lots of working parents out there. And I'm getting more and more questions from people who want to start operations like this, are doing the research, good on you for doing the research, learning that lots of places that open marrying childcare and coworking have struggled or failed, gone out of business, or have struggled to even get off the ground in the first place. And people are asking me, should I just not even bother walking down this road? Is it too hard? Or how should I do it? So in today's episode, I wanted to talk about a couple of the different ways that I've seen people be able to approach and actually succeed, as well as some of my own ideas for how we can better bring things together for the parents in our community. So we're going to start with something very tactical about how people approach the marrying of childcare and co-working and the fact that they are two very different businesses, both operationally legally, the amount of regulation they have on them, depending on where you are in the world. These are two tremendously different businesses. And so treating them as such is the most likely way for you to get anywhere in the path that you want to go. If I think about the fact that I'm trying to start two businesses at the same time, the reality is, is I'm already setting myself up for failure because even if one of them is going really well, I find myself being distracted by the one that's not going as well as I think I need it to. So if I was to approach something like this today, I would focus on getting one of these businesses off the ground before I get the other off the ground. And the reality is, is which one you get off the ground first is going to depend heavily on you and who's already in your community and what resources you have. So it, I'd start by taking an inventory of if you were to separate co-working and childcare into two separate businesses, which one is more likely to get off the ground to be successful first? Now, remember that if you do decide to focus entirely on childcare first, you're building in sort of a natural aging out because there's this thing that happens when people have kids. Those kids grow up. That's a good thing. They're supposed to. But when the kids no longer need childcare anymore, what happens to the parents? Do they leave your co-working space or do you have a reason for them to continue wanting to be around? Is there a built-in feedback loop or life cycle, so to speak, that's going to encourage because not everyone that has one kid is just going to go have another one, right? So you have to think about the fact that the childcare part of the business is going to be a guaranteed aging out component or you can build something else into your ecosystem. The fact also that Childcare has extremely specific legal requirements and they're different in different regions. So it works here in Pennsylvania is not going to work maybe in another city or state or country. You need to really understand that. And I haven't walked down that path myself. I've only gotten to listen to other folks who have, and I know that it can be a nightmare. So massive amounts of respect to the folks who out there who do open childcare businesses, get them off the ground and thriving because there's all these regulatory hoops to jump through. So remember that when you're getting into it. And again, when you're trying to combine co-working and childcare, you are looking at spaces most likely. So your options are going to be limited because childcare has extremely specific legal requirements to what a space can and cannot have in it, how it needs to be set up. Those additional expenses and constraints can stop things before they even start. So with all of those warnings out front, where could you go? Where should you go? And where I honestly, where I think I'd like to be seeing a lot more people go and it's to focus on parents, not on childcare. Childcare is a service. It's like the desks in the co-working space. It's a good idea, and it's something that parents definitely need in the same way that people need desks. However, the thing that doesn't go away is parents being parents. 
you know, it's hard enough to be an entrepreneur. Add in the variable of having kids and the variable simply that are kids. It's crazy pants how hard it is to own a solo business when at any moment your life could be turned upside down because something is going on with your kids. So just having a place to go, and I say place, I'm talking about a physical place, but also an emotional place where you're surrounded by other small business owners, entrepreneurs, and freelancers who understand how hard it is to juggle that. Just have people to vent to, to have people who you can ask questions about how they're solving those problems. A place where you could even say, hey, does anybody want to go in on babysitting uh, you know, can, can a couple of parents split a babysitter, right? Is that even a possibility? In a lot of cases, the answer is yes, but not enough parents know enough other parents that they trust or would be willing to ask the question. So I think there's a massively untapped, undertapped potential to be creating those kinds of environments for parents. And I think what I just said there at the end is the key. It's about trust. This is the overlap between childcare parenting and co-working is co-working at its best focuses heavily on the ability to build trust. And when it comes to your kids, nothing is more important than trust. And I, and I say that as someone who doesn't even have kids, but I can tell so easily and intuitively that my friends who are parents care more about the things that they get for their kids than anything else because if they can't trust it, they're not going to be able to enjoy anything else in their lives, right? So focusing on the ability to bring people together who can trust each other before they need them and help parents be better working parents in the same way that we help freelancers be more productive and happier, you can do and tailor to parents. And the reality is, is in that particular situation, not everyone in that ecosystem needs to even be a parent. There are people who love kids but don't want to have them themselves or can't, but would happily support a community of parents if they felt like they were a part of it. So that's one direction. The other direction you could take things is if you are going to focus on childcare, think about how childcare as an industry underserves entrepreneurs and freelancers. And there's a lot of ways. And again, I'm speaking as an outsider and only as what I've been told, but most childcare, apart from being expensive, which is just a fact, it's extremely inflexible, which does not work well with freelancers and entrepreneurs. When your days can change at the drop of a dime and you've already prepaid in many cases for childcare services, I've been hearing, and this completely blew my mind to the parents you're going to be listening being like, yeah, of course, Alex. But again, as someone who's not been through this, I was blown away, not just by how expensive childcare is, but by the fact that childcare organizations can and require you to prepay for often as little as a month, as much as many months up front. And when you're a freelancer and you're, one of your number one concerns is cash flow, the idea of prepaying one, two, three or more months of childcare upfront when you're not even 100% sure that you're going to be able to use it makes it really, really hard. So you can think as an entrepreneur very creatively about how to break that down. And I've spoken with some folks that are doing some brilliant things in providing childcare services, not because they're... Uh, combining a co-working space and a childcare successfully, but because they're creating a place where parents can go and work and in addition to that, have a flexible childcare system where people can use it the way they need it, right? When we think about the flexibility that co-working spaces provide, think about ways you can translate that kind of flexibility to childcare and what advantages you can translate from the lessons that we've learned in how to provide workspaces and communities like co-working spaces, for people who have kids. You can build an entire co-working community around the lifestyles that come along with being a parent. And I think that's where the huge opportunities are. 
So even if you don't have a co-working space that's going to be focused on parents, you're probably like me where you have a co-working space that has parents in it or people who are becoming parents. I've gotten to watch so many of our members' kids grow up in our community, and i got to tell you, it is nothing short of inspiring to know that these kids are going to grow up having spent some of their youngest years running around amongst our community. I say that figuratively and literally. In some cases, it's a problem, frankly, for kids to be running around. It's distracting, and parents have to be able to take care of their kids in a co-working space. That's super important. However, the flip side of that is to know that well-behaved kids in a professional environment is going to inspire these kids to see that there's so many ways for them to work when they want to grow up. I can only imagine the same way that we grew up thinking that we wanted to be astronauts and firemen and women and things like that, like to grow up to want to be a freelancer. How cool is that? To know that if you want to make a living doing what you love, that it wasn't just your mom or dad that did it, but a bunch of their friends did too. Super impactful, massive opportunity. And we've been thinking a lot about this here at Indie Hall. More and more of our members have kids. And so just having events that aren't only in the evenings, for instance, doing things over lunch and in mornings. We have members who are super active and love our community but can't come to evening events because they've got family stuff planned. They're not going to come to weekend stuff because family time is sacred. And I'm learning how much we need to understand that and appreciate that and realizing that we can build all kinds of things around that and turn that into a strength instead of a weakness. And a couple of the things I've already mentioned in this episode, just having members know which other members are parents, that simple act alone, I think, has the potential to create some amazing opportunities. Because as I've said in maybe almost every episode of this show, in a co-working community, the majority of the value that you can get comes from the other members. So again, to tie this all back to the beginning, the biggest mistake I see people in make in trying to tie together co-working and childcare is thinking of the childcare part as a service in the same way that co-working spaces think of the desks as a service. There's limited opportunity there. Can you do it? Sure. I'm not going to tell you not to, but realize that if that's all you're doing, you're leaving so much untapped potential, so much opportunity, so much potential value on the table. Think about co-working for parents instead of co-working and childcare. And I think there's a lot more that can be done in the world around us. And I look forward to hearing more about more success stories. And if you're doing something related to co-working childcare, I really want to hear, I want to hear more success stories. Frankly, I'm tired of hearing folks that are struggling with this model. I've heard 99% failure stories. If anyone's got a success story of the marrying of childcare and co-working, I want to hear, I want to learn from you. I'd love to have you on the show. You can reach out to me, alex at indiehall.org, or you can tweet at me at Alex Hellman. I need to hear that somebody out there is doing some of the things that we're talking about or has come up with things that we haven't even thought of so I can share it with our audience. Obviously, there's folks out there who want to do this. There's room for this in the world. Uh, and I think it's only going to do good things, not just for the, the kids, but for the parents. I think both of those things are part of this equation and we need to be thinking about it. So do it for the kids, do it for the parents. And that's all I've got on the topic for this week. Uh, I hope you have an awesome week and I will see you next time. <laughs>